You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. Dolphins Podcast, a proud member of the Dolphin Talk Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alex Sides and me, Scott Quiggle. Hey everyone, before we get started today, I'd like to ask a favor of you. Please go to our website at twooldolphans.com and sign up for email notifications. The only time we typically send anything out is when we publish a podcast. Um, and you will receive that email immediately upon us publishing it, which guarantees that you will hear the podcast probably a day before anyone else, as it's taking very long to populate the various uh, platforms, you know, iTunes and Google Play and Spotify these days. So do that. Um, we'd also like to grow the podcast, so if you could follow us on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, that would be great. Tell your friends about us. That would be even better. Thanks. Hello and welcome to Two Old Dolphins Podcast. It is a Victory Wednesday today. We are in the studio together. How you doing today, Alex? Well, ready, ready for uh, Christmas and ready for Christmas Eve. The gigantic game that's coming up against the Cowboys. Yes. What a huge game this is. At, at home, finally, for a big game, huh? Right. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, nice. I mean, all of our quote-unquote big games, playing against winning teams, that whole thing mm-hmm. has been on the road this year. So far. And we fared so-so. Yeah, well, loss, loss, loss. So. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so-so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's not like they've completely destroyed us. You know, no. except the Bills was the only the game Bills completely destroyed that us. destroyed us. Yes, and they're looking like they're back. But yes, they are a bit scary. They went on the road and beat Kansas City, and then and then came they came home, home and, and trashed, and the, trashed Cowboys. the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, this is it, man. This is this game means so much. But we first got to cover the the Jets. Well, game. the next three games but all have the same high level of meaning. They so. all have. They well, yes and no. If we win out, yes and no. If we win we the next win two out, games. The next game is the 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 last game is meaningless. It, right. So I, probably, I'm just saying, probably. if we win out, I I'm looking at how we get to Las Vegas. <laughs> how if you we, and I go to Las Vegas to watch our Dolphins. Dude, in the we'll Super make Bowl. that happen one way or another. Okay. I got goosebumps just saying it, but we're a long way from that. Uh, we have the Cowboys coming up, but let's talk about the glorious game we saw. We we were, I, I was afraid. I mean, we I was I was a, concerned. You know, yes, I was concerned because the Jets looked like they were tilting up a little from the previous week, and we certainly blew a game and had injuries galore. And like, how are we going to do this without Tyreek and with the entire offensive line decimated and all that stuff? 
And there were so many narratives. Questions right? were answered. So many narratives from like yeah. we can't win without Tariq Hill. Yep. To the fact that Tariq Hill was going to play. So all of a sudden, he's not going to play. Uh-huh. So, of course, we're not going to win without him. To Waddle has never shown up all year. He can't carry right. the and load. and he looks like a, a lame number two at best, and he keeps dropping yeah, critical let's, passes. Let, let, and... Let's do all the narratives. Tua can't possibly win without Tariq. Yeah. He's worthless. Yeah, we didn't say that. We did None of this. No, don't, we're, don't, we're repeating right. the, the junk that the, the, the clowns <laughs> out there were saying. And that, uh, you know, we're just a fake team. Our D, and the, the Jets were this rising star with the – with the uh, AFC Player of the Week, exactly how that happened, I'm still not really one sure. Of, yeah, one of the that's na- the New York media power, of right course, there. and the and the nastiest defense in the face of this earth, and uh, a corner that's going to shut down the whole world. Well, that's shown there is a corner like that on that field, but it was on our side of yes, the ball. Yes, his name was Ramsey. Yeah, it yeah. was it was not Sauce Gardner. It was, <laughs> it was Mr. Ramsey, and boy, that he. That, well, I mean, that whole game. The, the, so the game started, and we all had concerns. I'll even say this. Uh-huh. I, at many times during this season, I have worried about uh, McDee's game planning capabilities, right? I've commented on it and worried about it. Not said, well, he's you Including know, the Including his play calling at times. But, at, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. So, well, situational play calling is different than scheming against a team, right? But when Belichick, we talk about him a lot. When he schemes against a team, he's going to take away your best player. He's going to yes. do this and that and change what you're used to seeing. And mm-hmm. like he comes out, and you can tell there's a very detailed game plan that's architected against yeah. your team. Yeah, they're going to have a right? game that uh, that they and don't pass I, the ball once. I really have right? never felt that very much. Anyways, from McDaniel, it seemed like staff. we had it seemed like we had a formula, and that we're going to shove it down your throat one way or another, and we never deviated from that formula. Exactly. In the past. In the past. Yes. Okay. Yes. This game was an example mm-hmm. of how McDaniel can take the situation at hand mm-hmm. and put together a scheme with the co- with the coaching staff against the team that he's playing. And and crush what and I crush ha- them, Scott. What I have repeatedly said about McDaniel is that I have seen him consistently grow, grow. Right? I, I sorry, learn from throw his the mistake. word in there. Grow. I mean, this, grow. This yes. The, the guy. The, when I saw Hard Knocks, and we're going to cover some of Hard Knocks. That's yes. why we waited for today. That, folks, yes, we're we're in the uh, no longer we're going to do these things on Victory Mondays. We can't wait to see no, Hard, Hard Knocks. Knocks. Hard Knocks is going to be great. I hope they keep it all the way to the Super Bowl. But okay, that's another story. Yeah. But uh, I I just. You know, when he took that whole responsibility for that shitty fade call, you know, on the right there at the goal line, to just having a bad scheme and everything to the last game, to 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 basically to having in, tendencies to want to throw the ball in situations where he should be running, and, and, especially when you have a good running team and you have. Moster, who's setting the record, and here we are, which already, yeah, is the the, the just broke Mr. Mark Clayton's record, mm-hmm. and and you, we had a situation. We went down to the goal line, and we ran it once, we ran it twice, and I said, ah, oh, for sure we're gonna pass it here, and boom, he runs it to the edge where they were clogging the middle, mm-hmm. the edge was wide open, he saw it, boom, touchdown. This is one of the things I love about Moster, and I've mentioned it before, and I'm gonna mention it again. This guy is a great running back because he has vision. I mean, he's got speed. Yeah, and most of the time, right? a couple stuff. of times in the game, I was he like, uh, was going to run that yeah. up the middle. He saw it clogged and bounced that one outside. That was his own 
prerogative. Yeah, I, I'm not too sure on that. But well, okay. Anyway, but I. Uh, That's what I, what I saw with my eye. What I saw. What we don't I, know what play was what, called. What, what, what I saw is that that middle was nothing, and he veered to that edge in a heartbeat, and he was untouched. And but but again, that was McDaniel committing to the run, uh, a team that, and then both sides of the ball because uh, the Jets were I mean, we annihilated them. The Jets had literally a hundred yards, literally a hundred yards, under a hundred yards the whole game until okay, the very end. Okay, this just in. Uh-huh. And Dominican Sue visited the Dolphins today. Is he saying hi to everybody and just hanging out in the old facility? No, an official visit. You know, I wouldn't mind it. He's a smart guy. We cut JPP this week. Well, they're different positions. And right? versus tackle. Yeah. 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 But... Um, I, I wouldn't mind that he's an experienced guy. He's got the Super Bowl and there's, you know, he's that win and you know he's a good athlete, great athlete. Kind of long in the tooth there, but yeah, we keep. Uh, I mean, we keep bringing in all these long in the tooth guys to kind of try to find a way to boost the pass rush. Mm-hmm. You know, so that there's fresh people opposite Chubb. Yes. Right. Yes. Uh, and. It would be really interesting if Ingram, or I guess it's not going to be JPP, or, or the guy from Kansas City that we signed, um, or one of these DLs mm-hmm. that we're bringing in. So if we're, uh, the thing that but, mystifies me, Alex, is that we're bringing all these defensive linemen in, but I don't see us bringing a whole lot of offensive linemen in. I don't know. There's many out there. We got one guy off the street that was got sitting Skira. on his couch for you know. Yeah. The last few years. <laughs> years. Yeah. It's kind of scary. But look, can we let, let's wrap up the jet game real quick because I, I there's so much. Well, let's I, not ra- wrap it up. Let's talk about it. Okay, we barely because, touched it. Because uh, another thing that really impressed the hell out of me was Fangio. The reason why I was so excited about Fangio was games like this where he schemed the hell out of it. He said, okay, you got one great receiver. Let's uh, take you out. Wherever he goes, Ramsey go. Uh, you know, basically – uh, the same thing McDaniel was doing on the other side of the ball where he said, okay, Sauce Gardner, you're really awesome. Take the day off. We're not going to go after you, son. We're going to go after your other counter Reed. that yeah. Reed that everybody thinks is uh, that great two corners. Well, we don't think he's that great. Yeah. And we're just going to go after him. Saw him as a weakness. And we're going to beat the she's out of him. And and one of the narratives that we mentioned was that Tua was a number two. And we even talked about that, yes. I think, last week. Mm-hmm. Like, really recently. And, and how we were a little bit disappointed in him he just wasn't living up to our expectations of and him. i don't think he was living up to his own expectations because he was dropping the ball he was he just didn't step up in this game it was and, and he stepped game, up and well, he was a true number one people that know me know that I, i'm i'm we're all i'm a pretty avid uh, fantasy player and yeah. i get people randomly call me up you know friends they ask me for advice mm-hmm. And one advice that came in. I never do that. Yeah, you never do. Uh, <laughs> and that's why you don't win so much. I'm just kidding. Uh, ha, ha. Now, we're playing this week, and that's uh, w- good luck. To yeah, we're playing against each other in the playoffs. And then we're playing together, coaching a team. That's right. So it's all and, the and Dolphin I love podcast. Our, I love our Dolphins talk league team, too. Yeah, yeah. I like all our We've teams. We've outscored yeah. everyone else yeah, like point-wise. Well, we got a tough match this weekend. We have a tough one, and uh, – Anyway, uh, yeah. but back to the game. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> rabbit so, holing. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, really watching that aspect. How one coach uh, really schemed to take the other best players out, kind of a la Belichick that mm-hmm. you were saying, and and the other side of the, the field, they were like, 
Okay, Waddle. I know I know Hill's not here, but it's okay. We're gonna we're not gonna pay you that much attention. And boy, it was just magical. I mean, watching watching McDaniel on that in that clip when he's like, I feel it, one play drive. I know. One play drive is coming. When you watch Hard Knocks, oh. he, he's walking up and down, he's telling Tyreek, he's telling somebody else it's I don't like remember a cage who at animal. the moment. You know, pacing in it's his happening. sweatpants and his sneakers, you know, saying it like over and over. And then boom. <laughs> I mean, obviously he called the the play. Yes. Right. So But, but he had seen that, that he was seeing yeah. that 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 play was going to be there. And Tua looked off to safety. And, yeah. and and then and one of the reasons it's, it it was there is cuz he stuck to a very short, very quick passing game because he they knew the weaknesses of the offensive line for this game. And we and instead of doing, you know, like we've done in the past and like we're going to still go out there and get sacked 10 times. Right. Uh we we played Run the it, same game plan no matter the what same and game just plan. hope that yes. We we went ahead We made adjustments. We made adjustment and and our offense and our defense both played stellar. Stellar. Yep. Stellar. Yeah. And also one thing from Hard Knocks, I mean again we go back and forth, but I love the relationship that that's developed between um uh, Sealer and Wilkins. It's yeah. just beautiful. Salt and pepper. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. And the way he goes, yeah, you know, you don't know about the black culture and this and that. I mean, they just un- they just constantly ribbing on ribbing each, other. each other. They're both singing country songs. It's hysterical. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really it, it it really shows that that team the team likes each other. They they like what they're what's going genuine on. Genuine camaraderie. It's I genuine. mean, winning helps with that a lot. Yeah, it makes it cures a lot of ills. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it does. <laughs> like losing brings a lot of ills. Yeah. Uh, but you know the team, uh, the team really, it shows that there there's something special going down there, man. There's something special happening in Miami. Miami Gardens has got a real special development happening, and uh, and I'm super proud of 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 again the, the way the coaching went, the way we we prepare for this game, the way we came at these guys. The numbers are. I mean, I, I, you know, I love looking at these numbers, but the numbers are just staggering when you look at uh, we held the ball. Well, we held the ball for 36 minutes and 21 seconds. The Jets, obviously, 23-39. Uh, time of possession, that is. And uh, when you look at total yards, I mean, think about it. They had 103 total yards. That's that's incredible. Now, we, we didn't really light it up, but we also took the foot off the pedal. Big time. Yeah, I mean, huge. Uh, they, this is the statistic that I think I've never seen in my life. Yards per play, 1.9 for the Jets. Yeah. Dolphins, 5.1. Respectable. Very respectable. Everything else, they the Jets rushed for 23 yards. I mean, it was just first downs. I mean, you just go across the board. It was a complete shellacking. It, it, and I think this may have cost the job of the head coach of Shala. I think this yeah. this may have been the end. He, uh, the he, team looked like they quit. You could quit. You never. You never could say that. I, say, I hate to say that about a team that they quit. But mm-hmm. man, this is this is the Jets. They they play Miami. This is this was their chance to do what we did to New England. Yeah. A few years ago. Yeah. And beat them when we had no business beating them. Right. At least they could have made it competitive. Mm-hmm. There's, this was never in doubt. Which was such pure joy. <laughs> it was pure joy. It was brilliant. It was just... It's it, so it, fun. It's, it's fantastic I mean, to watch this. I, 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 
You know, as a, as a Dolphin lifelong fan, mm-hmm. my favorite kind of game is the relax and enjoy the slaughter. Especially against against uh, stinking Jets. But the Jet having it be the Jets and guys it, having it, it be the Patriots. But someday Scott, we can look at the Bills and and, and really yeah, and do enjoy the same thing to them. to them. But but understand yeah. this on the Jets. Not only now we beat them three in a row, which is always nice, but we beat them without our two starting safeties. That's right. We beat them without our be- our one of our top corners. Or, uh, we can't mm-hmm. say the best anymore. The Ramsey. entire middle of our offensive line. Yeah, but let's just stay on the defensive side. Of course, with okay. with, with, with Phillips gone. Right. You know, uh, really, I mean, a tremendous amount of injuries on the deep D side. Now, now you go the offensive line, just it still is very injured, and then you look at. Uh, you know, no Hill, which is the MVP that we can't win if we cover MVP before. of the team, MVP of the league. The, the guy that we you take him out Possibly. and it's our, our yep. you know, that's it. The kryptonite, you know, one, yeah. one, once he's gone, kryptonite hits our team and we're done. Yeah. We can't do anything. Yeah. Uh, that was the narrative that came out of the Titans game. That was a narrative that, that was, that they've, they always wanted to hit us with. Mm-hmm. Always. Cause they, cause They're just even, waiting with that. That was before, a bullet in the gun already. Even before he got yeah. hurt. The story was the only reason we're winning is because of Hill. The only reason to us good is because of Hill. Yes. You know, and, and, and again, Hill is phenomenal. God, thank God we have him. But it's awesome that our coach said, you know what, let's take this challenge. And I think Hill could have played had this been a playoff game. I think so, too. I think this was the situation that they knew we could beat this piece of shit Jets without him. Yeah. Honestly. And and all the rumors that are circling now about Hill not possibly not playing this Sunday. I'll be yes. I don't believe him for one <laughs> second. Hill is I, going to play this Sunday. But if I'm the J- Dolphin team, I'll be saying all along, you know, most, I don't know. I don't know. Let's, oh, sure. I yeah. think. Questionable. Think, he's questionable. He's questionable. We're going to yep. leave it up to, we're going to leave it up to him and our training staff. Yep. And uh, let, let those, but if I'm the, if I'm, if I'm, and they have a good coach over there, you know, the Cowboys. They're solid on, on the defensive side of the ball, mm-hmm. uh, and their offensive side of the ball. They're, yeah. If I'm playing the Dolphins, I'm for sure preparing it for Hill. <laughs> we we the Bills gave us a, a formula. Yeah, they gave us a formula them. how to beat them, and that, and that's to run the pelota on them. Mm-hmm. So uh, will that happen? Well, when we cover the game, we want to do that now. I I love to no step no right that, you know we got some more things from the Jets game than than let's address. I those. don't know the Jets game. I, I'm I I was just uh, glorified watching Mike. You know when when White goes in there and clean up. I I love that. I just it just was so gratifying to see this thorough ass kicking of the Jets. Complete until I mean it was an egg. <laughs> how, can't how does get worse your defense play any better than that? you can't get worse than that and we i put, guess if sealer had his second touchdown in a row if he'd maintained his balance for another yard you know i thought he got he, in when i first I saw did it too, and then, i really did and he clearly didn't he didn't showed i know but when i first saw it i go like review review i think he's in i think he's in <laughs> it would have been just awesome that this guy's like yeah. uh, one of our leading touchdown getters. and it's so it's uh, <laughs> i mean you know again, for the last the hard two knocks days. gives me goosebumps because they must be filming all these stories and, yeah. they ser- and then decide yes. what based on what happens in the game on, and what to highlight during the week. And so they were highlighting Barrios, and he made a great, you know, important catch at a like, – you can't say critical hey, by the time way, in the game because there was no critical time in the game. By, but, but, but by the way, how cool was it Barrios dressed up? I, well, one of the things I like to add about Barrios, Barrios is, a, of course, a cane, and there's no, there's no hiding that I'm a huge cane guy. Alejandro, our son, my son, graduated from the University of Miami, and – 
Uh, I love those guys. Uh, Scott and I went to the national championship. That's uh, right. When they, the best team ever in 2001. Ago. Best like team in the history of college football. Uh, but to see him dressed up in dolphin gear and, uh, and you know, his father told him. As a him, kid, yeah. Yeah, his father told him, you could go to any university you want. I would like for you to be a cane, but if you, you cannot go to FSU. <laughs> and that's, so this kid is a true, true cane, a true, true. And he came to Miami, and you could see he had a little special. He's always a tough kid, but he yeah. had a little special that game. He wanted to go after those guys. He's so little, too, standing next to the uh, other players on the team. Now, if he come and stood next to us, you know, it's probably comparable. They, but. Ca- they were calling him Brad Pitt. That was hysterical. <laughs> I mean, it, it really showed this team is having fun. Hey, they're having yeah. fun, man. They're having fun out there. But he's the kind of guy, when, they, when there's a punt, we used to have times that we were like, oh, God, what's going to happen on this punt? Mm-hmm. This guy catches the ball and does something positive. Fair catches it when he has to. Yeah, I, I think there's only like once that I go, Barrys, what are you doing? But most of the time, I've never said that. I go, oh, God, thank God, look at I him. I feel so secure with him out there. Oh, that is his special skill set. And mean, when they throw him the it. ball, doesn't it seem like he always comes down with it? Yeah, he makes great catches. <laughs> Like the kid yeah. always comes down with the ball, and he's a tough nosed kid. He's tough. About talking about nose, you see him bleeding. Yeah, they never showed that he was just bleeding. He goes, "I'm bleeding, huh?" And yeah. like nobody cares. Like, okay, and like, go, there's oh, no well, trainer there's a cut here, and it's coming out your nose, and it's on your neck but over here you, or something. Didn't you think yeah. a trainer should have been there, going like, you know, you're ble-. it's like it's like okay, you know, whatever. I I'm I would bet you money that that happened, and they it just didn't. It seemed like he was bleeding for a long time there, but whatever. Could okay, be. tough yeah. kid, man, tough kid. Yeah, I think I think the Jets were done. But I, I, I gotta tell you that um, a couple months ago, my daughter came to me and said, uh, "Hey, there's this TikToker I follow. This this oh, girl no. that's all into and style and everything, uh, and she's got a boyfriend that she calls NFL guy or NFL man or whatever. Uh, but uh, you don't know who he is, but." Daddy's a dolphin. <laughs> and I'm like, well, which dolphin? She goes, I don't know. They won't say which one it is. And here we are watching Hard Knocks, and there's the TikTok girl, and it's Barrios's girlfriend. I'm like, holy cow, that's full circle. Yeah, the, it's, it's, it, Hard Knocks is just fantastic. The way they take you inside these people's life. I didn't quite understand that scene when they when he was in the uh, in the sauna, but whatever. I mean, it's just, it's yeah. just like random. Like uh, here's uh, here he is in the uh, sun. I think they would just wanted to show his torso for the ladies that were watching. Yeah, I guess that's it. But <laughs> anyway, love the kid, love the game, love the victory. Uh, it, it, it's just great. And like like I said, I think this is the end of the the head coach. I think he's done and and it's over. I think the Dolphins are kind of put a nail. We may have buried him. We may have done it. It because was like the the straw that broke the camel's back that's type it. of situation. And uh, the Jets always have fun with their hires. Uh, We'll see what comes next for them. But, okay, moving on, Dallas, man. Wow, what a game. Uh, Dallas and 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 we Dallas, Dallas and, the, uh, and the Dolphins share the identical record, and we are very similar in so many aspects. And? Okay. Uh, in so many aspects. Uh, you know, when you look at, you know, we scored 441 points uh they've scored uh 431 they we have given up 294 they've given up 264 there it's just consistently you know uh, we scored 13 rushing touchdowns they scored 13 rushing touchdowns uh it's just 
there's you know, so it's funny. much similarities between these two teams. If I had to choose, I, I'd take their defense for the first half of the season, but I'll take our defense the second half of the That's season. That's so true. Both defenses have been stellar at certain times, and mm -hmm. their defense, their defense seems to have right now a little bit of a weakness uh, with the run. Uh, and it was shown by by obviously what Buffalo did to them. Mm -hmm. uh, we are run defense. Has, I don't has think they ever actually replaced Diggs. I mean, you can't replace a guy that that's great, but, no, but actually, right? Yeah, they they are they, a great they're they're really a great team. They're well coached, I think, on both sides of the ball. Even though uh, you ask Dallas fans, they they always want to complain about their offense, but that offense. Uh, it's a Jekyll and Hyde thing that it is. they're not good allegedly on the well they appear on the road not to be as good but at home I mean they light it up they're like us I mean we average what 30 they lay whoopings on teams big time yes yeah, we average like 38 points at home mm -hmm. you know I mean that's crazy uh, before the Jets games or whatever yeah whoever that is uh, throwing there a little Denver is all all yeah. good we obviously could have scored more against the Jets had we wanted to Yes. When you're when you're putting in, you know, your third stringers mm -hmm. you know, halfway through the fourth quarter. Exactly. Yeah, it's just not gonna, you know, work out well for us. Uh <laughs> or for them, I should say. Well, for us actually. <laughs> it, it means it has not worked out well for them. Mm -hmm. And now we're just ready to uh give some other players a little bit of game time experience. Yeah, and you know, the one thing the Cowboys uh, when you look at their their rushing defense, uh, they've given up 1,646 yards. People have ran the ball almost 400 times against them. They've run against us 340. So mm -hmm. people are seeing that they can run on them. Uh, they're, ab they're giving up 4.3 yards per carry. We're at 3.7. Mathematically, it seems close, but it's not. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are much better against the run than they are. Uh this is going to be a battle, man. This is, uh, you know, by the way, for what it's worth, and we've only played them. Unfortunately, the first time we ever played Dallas was in the Super Bowl when we lost against them in 1971. And uh, we were 8-7 and seven throughout the history. We've only played them 15 times. Yeah, it's, it always seems a little odd when we're playing, you know, NFC teams because every four years they regularly rotate mm -hmm. through a division and stuff. When you come across one that you've played less for some reason, I mean, the Cowboys the fifteen times just you know, just doesn't seem like a lot. You know? Yeah, uh, and and we've lost the last four games. Ouch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we. I, have, I must have blocked them out of my brain because I'm still thinking of the Leon Lett game. <laughs> Thanks. That's a long, special. long time ago. Yeah, yes, talk about a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, what I'm seeing in this game. I'm expecting the Dolphins to get the A game from from Dallas. The Dallas cannot lay two eggs in a row for yes. the, for their own mentality, for their own fan base, for everything. Is it, wouldn't it be three eggs in a row? Didn't they just lose the last two? Uh, yeah, but they they got blown out last game. Yeah, blown out. Yeah, the Bills just took it to them. Yeah, they they were taken to the woodshed, and it was bad in every aspect. I just can't see that happening again. But. The big equalizer, I feel, for this game, for us, or our biggest, uh, is our offensive line. And we should touch on what is happening with our offensive line. Yeah, let's start with, I mean, if you, do you have the grades? Uh, I do. The grades are, are fantastic uh, in some aspects. Uh, in other ones, you kind of go, eh, you know. 
It's kind of dark in here, Scott, but that's okay. It's like intimate. I like it. Uh, I guess it depends on where you're sitting. Yeah, where I am, it is. You know, uh, Armstead did well. I mean, he actually had, you know, a decent game again, like always. Grading out at 83 total offense. Pass blocking, great. Def- uh, pa- uh, run blocking off the sh- uh, 88.8. Uh, that and, left side was locked down. I mean, it's just amazing. He really, he really is great. And this is the one that's going to hurt us, guys. Austin Jackson. 73 in the in the run blocking but on the pass blocking he was at 27. Yeah, he hasn't he signed a contract and suddenly isn't playing well again. On at least on the pass block, run blocking the, seems yes. to be doing well. Yeah. Uh the rest of our guys, you know, average. Uh those are really the two the two stellars, you know. Uh, uh oh boy. Oof. Okay, Eichenberg. Eichenberg, uh pass blocking was twenty five. Oh, run blocking forty six. Mm. Man, he needs to go back to guard. We need a center. Yeah. I don't know. Cotton Cotton had a terrible game. Uh, well, at least run blocking thirty. Yeah, the grades. It's just it's a, it's the same old story. Uh, Armstead is our our rock, and and Jackson, uh, you know. Again, very good run blocking, but they're having a problem with the pass blocking. So that offensive line, I've said it again, and I'll say it a million times. I, our coach Brady has just been amazing, man. I yeah. mean, having what he's done with this unit is I just think, amazing. Alex, I think all of my worries, except for one, were a hundred percent valid in the off season. About that, our line, about, about our line not being good, about our line not being good enough, about us not having enough depth. But we're coaching so well. But so well, the difference. Is our offensive line coach? Mm-hmm. He's and getting McDaniel more working with out of and, every yeah. player mm-hmm. on that line than any previous year that any previous coach has done. That's the obviously also. I mean, McDaniel's scheme is lined up uh, with the understanding of the weakness of the offensive line because mm-hmm. you know he's just built right into the system. We're getting rid of the ball fast. That's our offense. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. those two things combined, great coaching. That's it's helping players grow and improve, putting them in. You can't say the the position to be ultimately successful, but at least diminishing the weakness mm-hmm. and and getting what you can out of them, and and still having our offense Dude, be on. effective. We had two guys that were. I, I can just bust, see right this line in everybody's eyes. I mean, this line with but, with mm-hmm. Tannehill and that offensive scheme back there, you know, he would be sacked fifteen times a game. Him. No, but but just the fact that we had two guys that was you know the two guys that we all know, Eichenberg and Jackson, that we all thought were bust, and to, to both of them to be. That we both now stepping up. We all want them on the team. Yes. Matter of fact, Jackson guys, we you know they, there is that injury, the oblique injury, and Jackson has missed. Who may not play? And Jackson has missed zero games. They're saying he's getting worse. And today is Wednesday, so there's always the overreaction. But this is what I can report today: uh, Armstead, Robert Hunt. Yeah, the entire starting Kendall offensive Lamb, line did not practice. Austin today. Jackson, yeah, everybody, nobody practiced. Yeah, they're all sat out. Now, again, it's Wednesday. Right. That happens all. I mean, I don't think ja- it, it is Armstead a veteran has, rest day. Where I don't think Armstead has practiced on a Wednesday 
Since Ever you've since you've been a dolphin. Yeah. Yes, correct. So I'm not going to be overly concerned, but there's just a side of me that worries because Jackson, this is right here, has an oblique injury that conti- that continues to get worse. Miami's medical staff might encourage the coaches to shut him down and prevent further injury. As we get ready for the postseason. Yeah. Yeah. I like that ring. I like that ring too. <laughs> but uh I mean so many people hate Romo and we had Romo. I yeah. just I, I I swear I hear more people complain about him. Well he he, than he was pissing other. me off this last game. Well he part of the reason that uh, I get frustrated by him is because he just fell in love with the Buffalo Bills and and wants to talk about them every game no matter who is playing. Yeah, and, he's and that a- makes me sick. But if you listen to him, he's so much more perceptive about the plays, the plays that are coming, the strengths and weaknesses. He sees things that a coach sees. He sees things that and then calls them out. And so there's a there's a plus side. Yeah, he also had a couple Romo. of plays that he was saying the wrong guy was getting the tackle. And yeah. All that. And yeah. I was like, Romo, are you watching the same thing I'm watching? Yep. And he kept insisting on it. I said, he plays shows that it's not him. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, you know, that's not Chubb, buddy. I don't know what you're doing. It's true. We have less tolerance for mistakes when at that level. At that level, it pisses yeah. me off because, I mean, you're supposed to be a pro and he just goes on and on. Yep. Uh, but, look, uh, this game right now is coming up with, with Dallas – it's going to tell us, again, a lot about our Dolphins. Uh, it's going to be challenging in every aspect, uh, but we should be able to run the ball on these guys. Our defense should go toe-to-toe with their defense, and I think, you know, counter the fact that uh, they are aggressive, that they are going to be scheming brilliant. Hopefully, uh, we're going to be more brilliant than they are. And we are slow down this machine that apparently the Bills did very well, right? Yes. So we have the formula. And I really believe, man for man, we're better defense than the Bills. Oh, certainly. Especially with the injuries that they have. Milano out for the season. If we get our boys back, forget about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget about it. I expect, I mean, just based on our knowledge and, you know, of the injuries and how we've been handling them this year, that we're getting both our safeties back this season before the end of the season. I mean, they might be back this week. Yeah. So. I, I, my goal is to see every single player we want to rest, rest them the last game. That, that, that this thing be will be awesome. over. We clinch the division. We have a two-game lead with three games left. We cannot possibly here's, lose this. Here's the thing, I mean, though. We, uh, I don't I want to rest and keep starters out of this Buffalo game if we're fighting for the bye. The number I, one slot. I think the bye – well, do you mean the total number, number one? In the AFC. Yes. Yeah. That's because if that's we went well out, within our reach. we own it. No, we control it right now. Yes, if that's we well went out, our reach. it is ours. So it's a it's a tough call. Yeah. So that Buffalo game, if we win the next two, that Buffalo game will have just as much meaning as if we lose the next two. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a tough For, not just as much, but I yeah. shouldn't say it's a tough call. It's it's uh it's a no brainer really. If if Miami if Miami's going up for the number one, we got to win that and just have the bye and rest our guys yes, for two weeks. Exactly my point. Yeah. You yeah. have to bring out your starters. You have to fight like hell to crush the Bills, defeat their spirit, knock them out of the playoffs permanently. Uh, and get the buy so that so that we can spend two weeks healing and resting and getting ready for mm-hmm. our first playoff game. Otherwise, we're, you know, as we stand at this very moment, we're the number two seed, and the number two seed 
you know, has to play week well, one. So Baltimore in the playoff. And like you were saying, Scott, if we win out, it's in our control. Uh, no matter what happens, because uh, Ravens do have a one record. You know, they have an 11 and three record right now. We are 10 and four. Uh, we beat them. We'll have the same record and have them on both head to head and conference record. Mm -hmm. So that's it. That's the that's the bottom line. Went out and we're number one. Having yep. One yep. game at a time. One game at a time. Yeah. First comes the Cowboys. Yep. First come is... the Cowboys and the competition between two teams that have a lot of similarities. Even to you know, it's so funny, but even to our cheerleaders, it... something warm and dear to most of us uh, <laughs> male fans <laughs> is we stole a coordinator from the Cowboys to put our cheerleading team together. And that's why our cheerleaders resemble so much the Cowboys. So this is this, even that, you know, we have a similarity between the two teams. Our first Super Bowl ever was against the Cowboys. Uh, you know, our records are almost identical. Our teams mirror each other, not only in record, all the other things like we discussed. This is going to be a hell of a game, man. I think this will help uh, with a win. Defeat the narrative that the Dolphins can't beat a, a team with a winning record. Yeah, I'm going to say mean, it, it is the statistical win for us. I'm going to say that narrative has to come to an end, and, yep. and we put the we kind of put one to rest. But like we, we said to, last game, yep. right? All those narratives, like can't maybe three or hell. four, yeah. all that stuff, the yeah. hill, the Tua, blah 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 blah. Okay, putting all those things to rest. Now putting to rest the fact that we're beating a team with a winning record. Of course, they're going to say, yeah, oh, but look, they lost to the I – mean, yeah, it's still not going to put everybody happy. But sure. Who gives a rat's ass? The haters and the doubters are but still going to be the haters and the doubters. I'll tell you one thing that they have, which I envy, is that damn kicker, the Zabri kid. Yeah. Once they, once they cross the 46-yard line – They got three points no matter what. Uh, they have – they're in field goal range. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. We got that's one thing. They've also got a stellar young tight end, and we don't even have a tight end. Well, we, we don't. That position's not important to us right now. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's stop. Could use talking. one. Now nah, forget that. Uh, yeah. uh, I can make a joke about tight ends, but no, we, we let's let's leave that alone. Let's just move forward. We're gonna we're gonna win this game. I think we're gonna win. I think it'll be tight. All right. So uh, we want to fold back in some spice. That mm -hmm. we've had uh, in the podcast, and the uh, we've tried different things. I mean, it was fun to ring the funeral bell for Gase that season. Um, you know, when we were playing like clowns, we had the clown music and, mm -hmm. and stuck to that fairly regularly. We used to uh, love to chat about and pick on the the power rankings because they were so screwed up. And now there's so many power rankings out there that you're kind of deluged. Which one would you even pick? You know, and they're all different. So that kind of lost it, its weight. I figured, well, what can we put back in? And one of the things that we want to do is every podcast from now on, we want to identify an MVP. MVP. So uh, most valuable most person. Valuable person. And the reason it's not player, the reason it's person is because there'll be times where we want to say Coach McDaniel gets it or yeah. special teams coach well, gets it. I was going to say the defense or, gets it. Or somebody in the front <laughs> office gets it. Even yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Greer just yeah. does something spectacular or a big win for us. Whatever it may be, we want to be able to call out the person. So, uh, uh, And Alex and I have not discussed it ahead of nope. time. So we'll see whether we agree or not. Who wants to go first? Well, we we gotta have a little paper that we wrote on. You got yours? I there? got mine. No cheating. You don't have two of them. Okay. No. All right. My guy is a guy that was a little bit, 
you know, un, I say maligned a little, uh, has had a rough year, allegedly, in the eyes of many people. Uh, but, Uh-oh, I think we picked the same guy. But We me, identified him as one of the goats from last week. And we both Oh, no. Got, nope. We do not we have, do the, not same have the same guy. We do not have the same guy. But let me tell you mine, Waddle. What, by the way, if I was to tell... Uh, let me ask you this question. Waddle, in the rankings of receivers... Of getting, you know, yardage is the way they... By the way, minus Chubb. Keep going. Okay. What position do you think Waddle, Waddle is in for the year? For ranking of all Did wide receivers? Did I say all the wide receivers, yardage, all wide receivers in the NFL, what number do you think he's at? Like 25. 12. Really? It's way higher than I would have thought. Me too. And Waddle has had, by all by all means, That's a still a number season. one. He's yeah. still a number one. Yeah, it is. And and then so even though we said he looks like a number two last week, we were wrong. But the reason I picked him and Chubb was one of my guys that I was considering. But here's the thing about it: Chubb is out of my uh, I don't know my doghouse for what happened the game before. He played phenomenal, mm-hmm. yes. But Waddle was a guy that's kept his head down, and 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 the fact that would heal out the narrative that we can't win. And he said, "Yeah, right." And he gets 145 yards against these supposedly great Jets defense and showed that he's a, he could be a number one, showed that he took the game over when he had to. You know, I think Waddle deserves this prize of most valuable player. And if it wasn't for Waddle, that offense would not have clicked at all. Zero. So, Waddle, you're my first ever of the MVP. All right. So, I didn't realize this, but uh... – my pick is Chubb. Yeah, Chubb. And he was identified earlier today as the AFC Defensive Player of the Week. You're always a front runner. You see, you I, took I the front. I did <laughs> not know that until this very yeah, he had moment. a hell of a game. Hell of a Seven game. tackles, three sacks, two forced fumble, one fumble recovery, two tackles for losses, and three quarterback hits. In, I think he gave Miami's the concussion win. to Wilson. I mean, he was just pounding him. Oh, he was. And it was merciless. That and, strip and, sack and that was, was almost The one where he blasted it. Well, the strip sack where he reached out it's and just grabbed it. It's embarrassing because he's like, took the ball away. Give just give me that three. ball. Yes. What the hell are you doing, that little boy? But the other one was, the, I think, the that thing Pelota. that rang his bell because uh, uh, he, Wilkins got a piece of his legs, right, that kind of froze him. And then just Chubb came flying in and just – Blam blasted him. That ball just flew out. That was Sealer's recovery. That was almost a touchdown that we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he partially because he was right there. You could blame the loss to the Titans on Chubb. If he was to, one of those factors. Right, yes. there was many factors. We we he counted like one. ten factors. Yeah, it was last like week, ten factors. He was one of them. You yes. you could say that you know, and so uh, and you could even see it in his face a little bit in. Um, in hard knocks, mm-hmm. you know, he was feeling it and he came out and said, you know, I realize it's on me. I shouldn't have done that stupid thing and, and all of that. And and it was like somebody lit a fire under him. He was unstoppable, unstoppable. in this game. Unstoppable. He was a, just a wrecking force. A one man wrecking. I mean, yep. but that line, you know, I, I, OK, we're giving the accolades to these guys that deserve it. But yep. Uh, step so, step into the side real quick, or aside from this. Sure, subject. honorable mentions are fine if you got mean, some. No, I I it's just this is not going to be an MVP. It's more like an MVT. Uh, <laughs> I that line is freaking unreal, man. That D line, 
for us as Malinas, our offensive line injuries, those guys have had their injury. I mean, losing Phillips, like losing we discussed. Phillips I mean, come was on. gigantic. Gigant. That guy was all over the field. Yeah. But this line seems to be clicking on every single gear. It does. It's, 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 it does. Even the backups that come in. Can you say this is the best line? Hand. Is this and, the best line we ever had? Uh, it might turn out to be that way, Alex. N- when I mean, the season is over, we might look back and say, you know what? The if best Phillips would have been there, I would say hands down. It, yes. It was. For it sure. Is. I mean, and without you have Phillips, to consider his contributions for because uh, he played more than half the season, right? But he, well, he was injured at the beginning. Remember, well, he that's missed, true. He missed a couple. He games missed at the a beginning. few games and, yeah. uh, and and kind of moved on from that. And then <laughs> he started getting a sack to two sacks a game for about four or five games, and he was on fire. Uh-huh. But if if Phillips is there, this line, the way they are, man, this is a nasty line. This is a, C- a Sealer and 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 Wilkins and Chubb. I mean, it's just they're just after you, man. Yeah. The AVG's you. making an impact, yes. and and Agba's been in there getting hits, and Agba's been in there knocking balls down, and yeah, it's they, just and the thing is that he could play this defense, and we doesn't have to blitz all the time, or, which is rarely, also which is really powerful. Which yes. is part of his D. Yes. He doesn't like to blitz. He likes to dial up he like he did a, in that a game. Four man rush going on. And, and when you get pressure on, and a when he dials rush, it, it's nasty because yeah. then those guys, you don't know who's coming. Yep. It could be a corner blitz. It could be a safety blitz. It's it more be, unexpected when it's rare. It's rare yeah. when, he, when he when he like when he dialed it up in that uh, Charger game. Yeah, the first we game at, of the season. It was like all game long he didn't blitz. All of a sudden, blitzes twice, two sack games over. Let's yep. go home. <laughs> that won the game for us. <laughs> Why know, the frick okay. didn't he do that against uh, the Titans? You know, yeah, you know the Titans was a complete team meltdown, and 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 we have to man, my God, we have to move on because yeah. uh, now having the fact that we are now. Where we are, it's amazing. Let's go, man. This is gonna be great, Scotty. We are in the. We are one step away from really becoming a top three team in the NFL. Yeah, top two maybe. I agree. We one beat step these guys. Away. We beat yeah. these guys. I don't know how you can honestly say that any only team above us. I would say is the Ravens, and they're coming up next after this game. We'll have our shot at them. That's gonna be great. This is gonna be great. Well. I mean, another victory week, and let's hope we can be having the same kind of celebration next Wednesday, man. Hey, Merry Christmas, by the way. It's about a few days away here. I mean, Christmas Eve, we're going to be having our uh, our football, right? That's right. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve is the Dolphin game. And always around Christmas reminds me that uh, for as two old Dolphins, we can share these stories. Uh, uh, Christmas Day was the longest game in the history of football. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember watching that game and being interrupted to go to church, coming back, and the game was ending. And uh, the game had, you know, I couldn't believe it. I thought it was a replay. And there it was on TV, and I got to see, you know, your premium kick that field goal and onto the Super Bowl against Dallas. Yes. It's all tying together. Now is our time to break their hearts. Yes. <laughs> totally agree. Go Dolphins, man. This is great. All right. Three, two, one. Go Dolphins. Go Dolphins. Two Old Dolphins Podcast is proud to be a member of the Dolphins Talk Podcast Network. In addition to our website at twooldolphins.com, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and many more, we can also be found at dolphinstalk.com.
We have a sponsor we'd like to thank. Sawbox Music Company. Makers of eclectic stringed instruments, boutique tube amplifiers, and custom portable music devices. Check them out at sawboxguitars.com. That's S-A-W-B-O-X-G-U-I-T-A-R-S.com. Or find them on Facebook. You can reach out to us through our website and email address that's there. Or find us on Twitter where we're very active. Uh, we have an Instagram account that we post to occasionally and uh, a Facebook page. Our podcast contains the music of two bands. We'd like to thank the original Tartanic drum and bagpipe champions. You can find their music and more at tartanic.net. A huge shout out to Rick DeJesus and the boys of Adelitas Way. Can't thank them enough for allowing us to use their kick-ass rock in our podcast. You can find them everywhere. Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Spotify. And make sure to catch them when they're touring because they are the best. <laughs>